What is good, Ambush? And welcome to this week's episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host of the DTP. I am the Colton G. And this week on the show, it is round three with Homeless in Hawaii as I am joined by Tanner Sear and Leonard Fowley. The last time that I was joined here by Tanner Sear, we discussed an album, a concept that he had about superheroes with the fear of missing out. Well, it is finally time for that concept to be brought to life as the first single from that album, Darker Days, is released today. That's right, today it is out, and you guys are going to be hearing it right away. But of course, we're also going to be getting Leonard's perspective on this album, because it's actually the first time we've had another member of this band on the show. So we're going to get Leonard's idea of what he thinks of this concept, what he thought when Tanner brought him his manifesto for this album, how it all came together, how the band has had more involvement in this album, and we're also going to talk to Leonard a little bit about some of the heroes that he sees in his everyday life. We're going to be getting all of the details about this album, how they're going to be releasing it, what's the idea behind all that. We're going to be talking about their plans for music videos, including the lyric video for Darker Days, which is also available today. We're also going to be talking about their cover for the legendary theme song for the movie Ghostbusters as well. All of this and more in this conversation with Leonard Fowley, Tanner Sear, and it's all going to be kicking off very, very soon, but before we go ahead and do that, I just want to let you guys know the best way to support the show, and of course that is I love DTP.com because that's where you go to snag yourself some Desert Tiger Podcast merch so you can wrap the show everywhere you go in front of your friends, your family, and even in front of your enemies because screw those haters i love dtp.com with two new designs coming in july yes that's right all right you guys well it's about time that we got to that first single from this new album from homeless in hawaii this is darker days Sky. Dark times, but it flatters like 
and brighter Life is like this, never so priceless Life is like this, never so priceless Life is like this, never so priceless Life is like this Don't let the track just come at you and bring you down too hard They hate you and not them and shoot for the stars It is officially the return of Tanner Sear, the third round with Tanner Sear. I believe this is the first time a past guest of the DTP has returned for his first time on the show. And along with him, he's bringing another one of the members of Homeless in Hawaii. I believe we have Leonard joining us this time. How is it going today, boys? Not too bad. How are you? I am fantastic. Super excited to catch up. I believe it's just been over a year. I think it was last March. Yeah, it's been a while. All right. Well, we took a good solid dive into a little bit of what your upcoming project was going to be. And now now the journey is about to begin very, very soon. So let's take a little bit of dive into exactly what the last year of evolving this album, crafting this album, making sure that you're 
getting it out properly because like we discussed last time you took your band an entire manuscript basically handed it to them and now you have turned it into an album so I definitely want to know what did Leonard think when he was handed this manuscript and what has the last year been like? Uh, at the time when he handed it to me, I honestly thought that he was crazy, that he had pretty much lost it. Yeah, no, it looked pretty bizarre. We all kind of sat down around um, in the, uh, in the, the studio. studio. Yeah, yeah, we were sitting on the couches there. And he just opens up his bag and starts passing out these stapled manuscripts with our names on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was kind of alarming, yeah. I, uh, we burnt ours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the time, I was, like, thumbing through, like, oh, my God, you have... You've thought about all like have you slept in three days? Like <laughs> No, it was it was um it was it was uh it was scary. There was a lot of stuff in there. But lot, it's turned out it was a lot of what the album has become was mostly ninety percent what was on the paper. You ever exactly, take yeah. like maybe music video ideas or little small things. Everything that was there fundamentally came true and somehow works now. Yeah, yeah. The idea is still kind of the same. Everything like the whole album still flows as intended in his manifesto. <laughs> yeah, somehow it worked. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, we ended up because Devin, who's in the band, he produces everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, this album we've been making for two years since probably the end of the tour Tanner Sear did with Alone I Walk in May 2018 till now. And we've made a variation of the album three times and cut out maybe three songs through the process and remade an intro here or there so it's we've molded it from not only the beginning concept but we've kind of refined it into an even better version of that over the course of time even within the last year so really just making sure that the ideas are concise and that you're telling exactly what parts of this story you're trying to convey exactly yeah we want to make sure everything is kind of consistent uh regarding the story and there's even mm-hmm. been a, a, a few or a couple songs that we've actually created after this manuscript was yeah. even uh, brought to us. Okay. There's a couple more songs we added that kind of fill in gaps and stuff. I think the album has two adjacent uh, themes and stories that tie together throughout the whole thing. Myself is actually going to be 14 tracks when it's all said and done. Wow. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big one, but. It's it's really worth it. I mean, we're going to be slowly releasing it, starting with Darker Days now. You could probably anticipate a Homeless in Hawaii single every two months for at least a year. Okay, so definitely have your guys' release plan uh, built out and ready to attack with this new album. The first of, well, not the first Homeless in Hawaii release, but your guys' first album. Yeah, this will be our first original piece of content. Yes. As, of, as we're talking, the first single, Darker Days, is out now that you could find on YouTube with an animated music video that you'll be able to find, or you can find us on Instagram at HIH Band Official. But after that, we have live action music videos that are going to go with the next three releases that are still planned and even further after that. But each of these videos are also going to tell a story. So they're chapters, they're like chapter one, two, three. And each consecutive single builds upon the story of the music video beforehand. So you'll have a story within the singles that also works adjacent to the story of the larger album once The Fear of Missing Out finally comes out, probably mid-2021. Okay, and then they all work together hand in hand. 
yeah. Okay, awesome. So that, of course, starts out with the lyric video itself, almost as if it was like a intro to a movie then. Yeah, it's Darker Days is kind of the opening of the doors to kind of show what we've been doing. It's maybe not like what you would have anticipated from what we've been building up for for a while, but it's the best start we could have for everything we have planned and everything else is pretty much filmed right now. Yeah, it pretty much builds a, a good foundation for the rest of the story to kind of flow inwards throughout the throughout the year. Okay, because, yeah, I think I remember we had discussed a different song was possibly going to be the first single when we talked last year. So you guys have found that this one definitely begins the story a lot stronger then. Yeah, this one seems to tie into the overall theme that every song is metaphorically attached to in the album. And as more songs come out, you can start to see a puzzle start to come together. Mm -hmm. Everything is so unique and it blends together in this nice finale in the album. So if we could really slow this down, I think it's going to be a nice build and a nice narrative that Homeless in Hawaii is going to be able to tell starting with Darker Days. Okay. So we're tackling the idea of superheroes being your own hero. And of course, what we discussed before, the idea of heroes having FOMO. So as we build with this lyric video, it definitely shows the idea of different people being heroes in various aspects of their own life, even if they themselves don't feel that way. A hundred percent. So who ended up crafting the lyric video for this song? We actually, I found, uh, let me search it up on my phone, but I ended up finding this company through Fiverr. Because as the, the pandemic initiated the quarantines, we decided that it might be a good time to seek out an animated video because that's the only feasible option at the time and Dark mm-hmm. Days had just come into our thoughts as the first single to start everything off as so it seems okay. hand in hand so let me just search up that company i'll find but yeah no they did a great job with the video where building the uh pacing and the anticipation with the baseline that brings in the song and eventually just opening it up with like different lighting and everything else it's very well crafted i'm really happy with the video oh yeah it out pretty well. yeah the colors and everything it looks very i know it's yeah it's a good way to present ourselves to the world mm-hmm. and the company that did make it you can find them on instagram at motion lux that's motion l-u-x-s on instagram okay shout out to them for doing a great job on this lyric video for this new single darker days so let's jump a little bit further into things so of course your first single as homeless in hawaii is a cover and choosing to do a cover is one thing but you guys chose to cover not only a classic uh song but something that's very seasonal and also tied to a movie in the ghostbusters theme so what was the idea in taking on a cover such as this do you do you remember me talking about ghostbusters for a long time um i remember yeah yeah tanner was pretty excited about um uh, the movie coming out and he was talking about yeah you know we should do a cover or we kind of incorporate other bands and other people to come in and sing with us on this cover like whether they whether it be they send us their their uh, audio files or they actually come in and actually record with us, but it ended up being like kind of a a big collaboration between local artists in Alberta. The plan, but even before then, I remember wanting to do the Ghostbusters cover for at least six months before Devin let us. <laughs> I, <laughs> <Before he> let- <laughs> yeah, because he was. <laughs> 
been at work on the album the whole time, and I had to really be like, I think we should do this cover. <laughs> and Devin's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. No, he was. I really had to convince everybody basically to do the cover, but I think it's paid off now because it's doing at least what I thought it would do to kind of get our name out there in a subliminal way if you're searching up Ghostbusters. But then you had the radio station Lethbridge reach out to us because one of the radio show hosts actually ended up in the remake movie that got postponed. And now really? he's, yeah, he's still been in contact with us because he's, he's done his own directing and kind of show appearances here and there. But we're working out the details to hopefully he wants to do a promotional short film with us and the Ghostbusters cover to help promote the new release date because the movie itself got pushed back. Huh. Everything does work out. We're working towards doing that later this summer, hopefully, which would wow. be stupid and everything, which would be great. Yeah. It's a good way to end off the summer. That's uh no, that's pretty hype to see that the song just continues to have life and even in a season like the summer where it's not exactly Ghostbusters season. Yeah, and the song itself is awesome. Like I've always loved the song and I thought it deserved a little more modern bass and beat and just bring it back to life a little. So I hope we did well enough with that that people love it as much as I did the original. It's a song too where like it's a it's a shredder, you know? Like it, it's kind of a very unrepresented in actual how much work goes into that song. Yeah, a lot of that was Devin. So all all the work on that cover and recreating that all basically goes to Devin. Okay. All right, awesome. So let's take a dive back into the actual album now that we took a little bit of a uh, detour into the Ghostbusters experience that you guys have been having. So have you guys come up with a title for this album yet? Yeah, it's going to be called The Fear of Missing Out. Okay, so actually just straight up going for the FOMO reference plan since i handed them my manifesto yeah it's that yeah right at the top you know underneath our names of course each of our individual names it said fomo and then in brackets fear of missing out <laughs> see i still love that he just goes and puts everyone's individual name on it no it wasn't creepy my sin number was on there and... <laughs> <laughs> i i know done <laughs> Yeah, he even bribed us. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if that's how you get an album written about superheroes and you get a cover written about the freaking Ghostbusters, I mean, hey, money pays. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. I think even just like the best way Ghostbusters ties into our overall current brand is that I think we're leaning heavily into the visual narrative style of movies and film. And I think that's even a broader concept you could apply to everything Homeless and Hawaii will be doing because everything is inspired by and reflects all the genres of movies we like and all like the kind of narrative choices we have. And throughout the album, there's a lot of audio Easter eggs that each song almost has these little samples and stuff from Pokemon games or like all our little hobbies we like. There's an Iron Man reference and a bunch of stuff throughout the entire album is made up of audio from even just things we've liked in our childhood that ties back to film. Hmm. Interesting. Now I'm excited to uh, try and listen through to try and find some of these. Yeah, including Ghostbusters and two songs that will be on the Fear of Missing Out. The Phantom Menace uh, Duel of the Fates (laughs) melody 
has been hidden in three songs, including Ghostbusters. <laughs> really? When the album's out, and if anyone can find all three of the Phantom Menace Duel of the Fates references in our songs, I'll give you $100. Canadian. Oh, dang. Challenge is on. Yeah, the first one is in Ghostbusters. I'll tell you where the first one is. All right, so they can start right now and try and get going, and hopefully they can get themselves a head start for when the rest of the album gets released. 100%. Yeah, Canadian. Canadian. Very important. (laughs) Very, very important. So with the albums that we've spoke about in the past, Tanner, you were definitely a lot more of like the chief songwriter. And obviously you had a lot of the ideas crafted for this album. But did the rest of Homeless in Hawaii have a little bit more hand in crafting the music and everything else this time around? Yeah, in regards to like orchestration and things like that, especially when it comes to uh, the actual instrumental lines, like obviously, like we work as a unit um, when we are actually in the studio, you know, giving out each other feedback, um, just, you know, what you'd see normally in a studio. Uh, but we do um, all of the instrumentalists. So so Devin, myself and, and Lane, like we all do get to make up what we think is suitable for for the song and more or less like being the best case scenario. Um, there's mm. not like friction between oh yeah, like I want to put this like noodly guitar solo over your piano music. You know, there's none of that stuff going on. It's pretty um, symbiotic, I'd say. I, I think we're really good at, like, we're not really, we don't have much egos because we're super, like, this doesn't, this shouldn't <laughs> sound bad. We're super critical. We have the but... least ego of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to word that wrong because I'm saying we're really hypercritical of everything but in a healthy way where we can we've literally looked at a song recently and said this entire chorus sucks and had to recreate the whole chorus but throughout that entire process no one was jaded or anything it was like it was all like thumbs up that makes sense let's do this or even on darker days for instance the bridge with the guitar solo that wasn't supposed to be there and we started tracking the guitar for it and lane just wanted to do the solo and it made one of the best parts of the song so whatever points the song and the better direction than it's been in recently we continue down that path and it just keeps branching off into these new ideas that end up becoming the actual homeless in hawaii songs and this is kind of part of the reason why these songs take so long to make is like we think we're done and then we're like oh hey you know what we can add something over here or like some stuff can be reorganized so it, it ends up like the songs end up germinating into this kind of like orchestra at the very end you know yeah there's so many different ideas plugged into the same song and we've re- we've remade maybe half the songs <laughs> at least three times yeah. on the album. Wow. So just continuing to craft and evolve and make sure that you're giving the best representation that you can. Exactly. Yeah. I remember reading a text message from a uh, Tanner one time. He's just like, yeah, we're going to redo all of this one song. I think it was, uh, just pressure. Yeah. Probably pressure. <laughs> yeah. We're scrapping the whole thing. We're just going to start. We're going to start over. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But that, <laughs> Maybe what I was getting at with the ego thing that like we can just get those texts from each other where Devin will text me like this chorus sucks. And I'm like, OK, let's make it better instantly is my first thought. Like I, I'm not too defensive on ideas because like we have ideas plentiful between four really creative and talented people. So if we if we really tried to be parents to each of our little ideas and held on to them, I don't think we'd get anything done. Yeah, it's not really how I'm. Um... A group of people is supposed to function in, in in a bad scenario. Yeah, it's probably like the most unhealthy thing you can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 
number one or the two rules is always have a plan so always know where you're going but the second rule is be prepared to just throw that plan out the window you can't really be tied to anything that you make if there's something if there's a better concept just beyond the horizon absolutely well no and what now that you guys bring it up it is very true where in some creative circles someone will bring an idea to a table and if somebody happens to have an opinion about it maybe they're not exactly receptive even if it is supposed to be a group ideal that is helping bring these songs to life yeah exactly and i think that's reflected in every homeless noir song that will be coming out and the entirety of the album as a whole you can really hear i think there's like a collective group think that's reflected throughout the whole thing mm. but there's so many unique little textures and it's the the album itself is kind of like a stephen king book journey movie you don't exactly know where it's going until you get there okay excited for each consecutive release that it's going to be building every two months now to start building up this tapestry that is the fear of missing out
the Desert Tiger Podcast. Absolutely. So now we've spoken about how every two months or so there's going to be a single and there's going to be videos that help build it. So have some of these videos already started to be recorded or are these something that already still needs to be done? We have four of them in the can right now. We just filmed one of the recent ones the other day where Leonard's actually in it. Because yeah. these are all narrative, visually narrative-driven uh, music videos that reflect the song in some connective way to each other. And I think the specific one Leonard was just in is kind of a reference to 80s slasher movies and the classic going camping Friday the 13th a little bit. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun to make. (laughs) Four of them currently done, and now I'm just starting to stencil out plans for the next batch because there's still three more to do, three or four more to do. Mm Mm-hmm. These music videos, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were also part of his plan. So <laughs> Yeah, they've always like, yeah. been involved in what the album was supposed to be. Yeah, especially like the storyline. Every music video, too, is going to reflect a different style of film genre. I, uh, if you're familiar with the movie La La Land, there's one of the music videos that kind of reflects that style. There's the 80s slasher. There's the, the young adult teen party one. And they all collectively come together adjacent to the album in a big finale that tells one larger story about reflection and obviously becoming your best self in that superhero metaphor, which will be connected through everything in our next year or two of Homeless in Hawaii. Hmm. Dang, got that 18-month plan, that 24-month plan rocking and rolling. Yeah, starting now with Darker Days, we're going to be pretty active, I'd say. Well, that's good to that's good to hear. Uh, a lot of people were wondering where the new material is, and well, now it's on the road. It's being crafted. It's being perf- it's been perfected for everybody's ears, and it is now finally being unraveled for us. This story. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm excited for it. Oh yeah. Okay. So exactly. Without going too, giving too much away, I mean, we've already s- discussed this a little bit, but take us a little further into the idea of fear of missing out. Uh, I'm curious what Leonard thinks of it. Let's. Yeah. I'm I'll, leave, I'll, leave I'll take room. my bias out. <laughs> um, just as the album as a whole, I don't know. It's it's a good, it's a good uh, commentary on just how you know, your everyday person can become a hero. You know, we talked about this a little bit earlier um, about uh, people not seeing themselves as heroes uh, in their lives, which is, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure uh, most of us here don't normally wake up and think I'm a hero or anything like that. But um, it does shed some light. Uh, Whenever I listen to it, uh, I always think about people who are considered heroes, but just not explicitly. You know, there's a lot of people around here who do really great things, you know, like even in, like a really uh, simple example is people who, who work with uh, underprivileged youth, you know, things like that, volunteer programs, food shelters, all, all these kinds of things, you know, like when you think of hero, you, you, you normally think of people like Iron Man, you know, Superman or whatever. But uh, this album is really nice because it kind of ties in, you know, the whole hero aspect of being, you know, this is like the quintessential good like i'm i'm bettering society and then mm-hmm. when i listen to it i i think of of people who who do that in their everyday lives and they're not really you know considered heroes but we all kind of know 
that they are. I think it ground, ground, grounds what you're saying into reality. That, yeah. that mystical, fantastical superhero element that we all like to collectively enjoy as like a sport event. Mm-hmm. That and ground it in reality. That it's like, it's just taking that. It's almost like a, you could almost look at the album as maybe a metaphorical self-help book too. You could look at it and help that way because it's just showing maybe ways and perspectives to reevaluate how to better yourself and maybe just be a better part of society as a whole or a better part of you for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because you don't have to be able to stop a train to be able to run a food bank or just make a small difference no matter what it is, however you happen to be doing so. Exactly, yeah. And a lot of the people who work... Um, where community jobs like that, they, they end up making the biggest impact out of, you know, like a lot of us. With, uh, whatever career path we end up choosing, you know, we meet a lot of people, but the people who work, you know, especially like a really good example is like if you work with, uh, with in a youth program, you know, you're, you could be really changing someone's life, like, mul- like multiple people, and, and uh, you're, you're altering in a good way. What's seen as a good way, you're, you're like altering their future like the best of them and you're doing this yourself i like that whole idea of like selflessness and i know that's that's kind of what being a hero is to me yeah yeah i think it's putting the the best of everybody before any individual Mm -hmm. the most like objective way possible Mm. Mm okay for sure so leonard you actually mentioned the uh youth aspects of being a hero very much the youth worker is that a way that maybe a hero has influenced your life or maybe some way that you're influencing someone in the future um yeah so like i actually have a uh i, I got a grant um the joyce and ron sakamoto grant to actually create a an audio creation program like a workshop for some of the youth here in, in lethbridge and possibly beyond that depending on how far this ends up going but uh i've you know some of the research that i've been doing over the summer and you know reading a lot of journal journal articles about you know like for example like hip-hop programs and like saskatchewan and things like that the the positive effect that they have on the community as like as like a whole you know like i don't know it's just a very um a very giving community and yeah, I use the youth example because I'm just very familiar with it um, at this point. Um, and I think that, you know, working and giving to these youth programs to, to kids, who, you know, they, they've had some trouble in their, in their lives, in their past lives. And, like, I think giving to them is just a very good way to, to better the rest of your community. So yeah, this 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 program that I'll be doing in the spring of 2021, basically we'll be workshopping with um, uh, uh, some of the youth programs here, and we're going to be learning how to create music in in a, in a digital audio audio workstation. And we're basically going to be running this program for I believe six weeks, and we'll be we'll be in in the uh, in one of the um, computer labs in the university uh, every week, just kind of working together and trying to create music with each other mm. wow find that if they want to become involved once it's ready uh once it's ready yeah there'll probably be a link um that'll be made available yeah i'll i'll, I'll definitely be publicizing it because it's going to be a free program 
obviously, because it's for um, for at-risk youth. Uh, so yeah, once once we once I get that information, then I'll definitely we'll all share it and make yeah. sure everyone knows where to go. Yeah, I'll share it through my channels as well, just so that anyone who may possibly be able to benefit from it might be able to uh, have that opportunity. Fantastic. Much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Music's a good way to heal. Well, it's crazy just to think like when people want to do something, it doesn't take a lot to get a lot done. Like it mm -hmm. takes a little effort to make a lot of great things happen. Yeah. yeah and if more exactly. people put that forward and kind of embrace that superhero mentality, quote unquote, you could get even greater things done across a broad scale of things, like considering what Leonard himself as one person is doing. Well, and that's why sometimes in the superhero world, too, you get teams because some one person can be really good at one aspect, but maybe they themselves see this really big mountain in front of them. But with some other assistance and help, we can help climb this mountain together and help show other people that, hey, there's this path. We've beaten it into the mountain. You can get up here and we'll help you up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Teamwork is like a huge part of learning. Like that's the, um, the whole uh, informal part about learning that we just kind of absorb from each other. It's it's probably one of the most effective ways to learn is with other people. Like social intellect. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> the mountain metaphor, I think mm. uh, that hike up to get to the top, everyone has those mountains they need to climb. But I think that's also positive to take the perspective that that hike itself is also part of the greatness of life. Like you should enjoy those difficulties as you get up the mountain to that gold horizon of sorts that you get to the top and there might be another mountain, but you shouldn't feel let down that there's another mountain behind the first mountain. You should maybe embrace like, this is another journey for me. Hikes are beautiful. People seem to like hikes, <laughs> but if we could apply <laughs> that almost in like mental perspectives, I think people could have, even better outlooks and more positives in their life if they could enjoy those journeys through learning and those adversities and obstacles because everyone has their own unique journey exactly yeah no one no one goes up on a hike and they don't like no no one uh doesn't look back they don't look at the scenario they don't look at like the height that they've come to when they're on a hike you know like mm. everyone does that you're not just going to hike up a mountain just look at your feet the whole time yeah, you got to enjoy the view. And I think just that as like an analogy can be applied to a broad scale of things in life that would better people's outlooks on life and just themselves, I think. No, I definitely agree. And even the same, like when you're taking a hike, sometimes the rocks slip out from underneath your feet and you slip, but you learn to watch your footing and be a little more careful in some aspects or maybe what to you can tackle what you can handle and you just continue to get up you evolve and you continue to move forward yeah and uh, that ties in perfectly with darker days because in the song itself we explicitly want to really say that life is just like this sometimes and it's just priceless that way but you really do need those darker days to really appreciate and acknowledge your bright days you're like you need the yin and yang of both the dark and the light and that's, I think, you need to have more appreciation for the dark days to really value the greatness in life and your own personal experiences that tie into your friendships and love, relationships and family and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Some of the harshest moments of your life like make you feel gratitude for what you currently have. Yeah. It's like that. Uh, this is going to sound cringy, but it's like that no pain, no gain thing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can definitely understand that aspect because it's, you have to be 
willing to take those and if you don't have those moments of defeat how do you truly learn to appreciate the moments of glory because if all you have is moments of glory then it becomes normalized to you and how do you differentiate what's a over the top moment of glory and how do you achieve a moment of top over glory if you're beating yourself up over other moments of glory that should still be significant and if you just compare like all of the heights in your life you're gonna think that's something you did really gr- like something that you were really great at if you have another accomplishment that just slightly surpasses that you're gonna you're gonna feel really bad about like that previous accomplishment right there's not like a proper gradient between what's actually good and what's actually bad it's a stepping stones of greatness that just keep getting a little greater every definitely agreed all right so i'm super stoked that we had this opportunity to connect once again to dive a little bit further into the fear of missing out and it's first single darker days so with this continued evolution of the album uh can you tell us a little bit of where the next single is going to take us so that maybe inspire the listeners to go over to spotify and hit that follow button head on over to youtube and hit that subscribe yeah absolutely uh for spotify again it's homeless in hawaii youtube you can just search up homeless in hawaii band you can find our animated lyric video for darker days just search up darker days homeless in hawaii but as for the next single you can anticipate that probably mid to late august that one's going to be faded the song called faded i think you've heard faded it's it's a hit it's a hit thank you yeah we're excited for that one but that (laughs) one will be uh, quote-unquote chapter one of this longer form narrative that all the singles are going to start telling but after darker days here it's faded and okay another slice of the pie from fomo darker days is one flavor and faded's almost right next to it in flavor but it's got a lot more spice it's it's full of spice i tell you that i tell you that thank you and they're yet yeah, they're just going to keep coming after that Well, I myself am really excited. I'm anticipating the releases and I'm just filled. I'm just filled with joy to continue to see this story unravel. 100%. And if you if anyone out there likes Darker Days, please uh, tag us in on Instagram. Add the song to any of your playlists. Share it with your friends and family. Just stream it, listen to it, learn it, love it. And we'll keep having more for you. Because I think in a time now that's interesting with this pandemic is you have a lot of musical acts that are kind of purgatory right now. Like no one quite knows when live music's going to come back. No one quite knows what they're actually going to do anymore. But I think with homeless in Hawaii, we're in a unique position that we can offer kind of this entertainment and kind of this long form investment into us that can be had at your home. And I think we never intended for that to be the biggest positive of our pandemic experience, but I think we're in a unique spot that we could really fill a gap with musically for at least the next year or so. Definitely. A lot of a lot for them to dive into. Maybe they'll have to get their own manifestos one day. <laughs> yeah, save them. We could have sold and them later. Come to our Instagram and start following and engaging with us. We want to start look at incorporating kind of maybe the broader community of our listeners and ourselves into achieving some of this stuff. We still have lots of things we want to do creatively that I think we could need and use the help of from just our listeners and stuff. So if you like our songs and you like anything we're talking about with this album, just keep following along. And I think we just want to incorporate whatever community we can into creating even more Homeless in Hawaii content or within this little universe of 
connective tissue between our metaphors, themes, and narratives that I think could be beneficial to just exponentially grow out in every direction, which includes anyone who can listen to us or wants to help us along the way. Hey, it's a, a community helps something grow exponentially for sure. 100%. All right. Thank you, Tanner. And thank you, Leonard, for joining me here today to talk all about the fear of missing out and its kickoff single, the one that is beginning this journey, Darker Days. Yes, thank you, Golden. Thanks so much, Golden. The Desert Tiger Podcast. The songs that you heard today on the DTP were... Homeless in Hawaii's cover of the classic movie theme Ghostbusters, as well as their brand new single, Darker Days, which released, yeah, today. And you can find both of these tracks right now on your favorite music streaming service. Yes, it's that easy. And when you're there, go ahead and hit follow so that you can stay up to date with every one of those new singles that are going to be dropping every single two months like you heard from the boys in H.I.H. And with that, I need to go ahead and thank Tanner and Leonard for joining me here today and taking us behind the scenes of Fear of Missing Out. And I also need to thank you guys, the listeners of the Desert Tiger Podcast, The Ambush. If you're new and maybe want to consider signing up with the Ambush, joining the crew, all you have to do is hit subscribe. Maybe you want to leave the show a review so that we can help grow the crew that way, or maybe you want to share this episode, take a screenshot, share it on your social media, tag Homeless in Hawaii and the Desert Tiger podcast when you do so, so we can show you a little bit of love that you deserve for, well, showing us some love all right it's about time we go ahead and wrapped up this episode so with that you guys know how i love to wrap these things up lately and that is by telling you to go and find your mountaintop it doesn't have to be music it doesn't have to be video making it doesn't have to be podcasting it doesn't have to be being famous whatever it is that your desires are even if it's just helping people being a hero in somebody else's day even if it's just in an incredibly small way that too can be an incredibly awesome mountaintop and i want you to reach that mountaintop so you can soar and sing and let your voice roar out across the canyon and when you do that there are going to be obstacles in your path and they're going to make you question this path but you're going to look behind you and you're going to see how far you've come so far all the obstacles you have conquered so far and then you're going to look forward and this is going to look like mincemeat child's play and you're going to pounce right on over that obstacle and continue on your way to continuing to be the greatest human being that you possibly can be yes and until next week Bye-bye.